0: This is Anthony Morganti. Welcome to my podcast for the joy of photography. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 23 of the For the Joy of Photography podcast. You probably noticed that the podcast has been on hiatus for the past few weeks. And I've mentioned this before, if I don't have anything interesting to talk about, I'm not going to manufacture something so I could do a podcast. And quite frankly, over the past few weeks, I really haven't had anything interesting to talk about. So I haven't done the podcast. Well, I do have something interesting to talk about now. Specifically, yesterday I did a photography how-to video for Lightroom, and the video is titled How to jazz up a dull portrait in 3 easy steps using Lightroom. In that video, I used a stock photo that I received from a website called unsplash.com. Those of you not familiar, unsplash.com is a stock photo website where all the images are royalty free meaning they're totally free you could download any image you want as many images as you want from unsplash.com use them any way you want to and you don't even have to acknowledge the photographer and you don't have to acknowledge unsplash so you could just take the image use it any way you like well why in the world would any photographer want to sign up for Unsplash.com, right? I mean, you're not making any money. You're giving your images away. You're giving your rights away. And really, I, I strongly felt at one time that Unsplash.com was a horrible website. And there's others, too. Unsplash isn't the only one, but they're probably the largest one. And here I am doing a video yesterday, and I used someone's image from Unsplash. And it was a picture of a, of a woman standing, you know, looks like on a hill with a town behind her. And I did acknowledge the photographer in my write-up. His name was Ryan Moreno. And I gave a link to Unsplash so that anyone who views my video could download Ryan's image and practice along with me. So I definitely profited, profited and in profiting from Ryan Moreno's work. And he's not seeing a penny of this. And again, why would he want to do this? Well, what prompted me to do this video, though, is shortly after I posted that video yesterday, I read an article on the Phoblographer. And um, the guy who runs the Phoblographer, I think his name is Chris, and he wrote an article, New Photographers, Please Stop Supporting Unsplash. Support Behance. I think it's pronounced behance b-e-h-a-n-c-e that's adobe's kind of creative cloud area where people could share work and you could get inspiration and stuff like that well this is probably the third or fourth article on the Photographer where uh, they are urging photographers not to use unsplash stop giving your work away uh, they're ripping you off and Again, I felt this way as well at one time. I thought it was horrible. You're talking, you know, I'm a guy who in the 80s was a big stock photography guy. This is the day of film. And I had an agency in New York I worked with that took all my images that I would send them and sell them around places and give me half of what they sold them for. And we're talking, the. and I mentioned this before, the smallest check I ever got was $67.50. Usually the checks were around two hundred dollars, and usually I had a sale every week. So I'm really was you know big. These are my images. No one's using them unless I sell them to you. Well, here's the you know website now has come along and giving away photographers' work, and confusingly at first to me, photographers were signing up for it. Yes, give away my work. <laughs> And it just sounded so alien and odd to me. Well, then uh, someone posted a comment on my video that I did yesterday. Because in the video I mentioned Unsplash. And I'm paraphrasing. I don't. It was just a really short comment, one sentence. It was something like, Unsplash has ruined photography. Something like that. And again, I felt the same way at one time. But then, you know, after that kind of emotional aspect of... God, how could you give away images? You're ruining it for everyone else. You know, that kind of dissipates. I kind of get more analytical and I look at the situation. And I really understand, you know, the world is ever-changing, right? I mean, things are changing all the time. I mean, the telephone replaced the telegraph. There probably were a lot of people that were really into the telegraph back in the, you know, uh, early 1800s. And when the telephone came along later they were really upset like who's they hated the telephone right the cell phone replaced the pager you know again i'm old enough to remember a lot of guys walked around with like pagers on their belt you know and things beeping all the time well the cell phone replaced that and then finally the iphone replaced the ipod and um, i remember an interview with steve jobs uh, right when he introduced the first iphone and the reporter asked him aren't you afraid the iphone is going to eat into your ipod sales and he said if we don't do it someone else will it's just the way it is it's the way the world changes and you could write article after article and i could do podcast after podcast and try to encourage people not to use unsplash not to use these free things not to give your work away It's like being a gnat on the back of an elephant trying to get the elephant to walk where you want it to walk. It's not going to happen. So let's analyze the situation and let's look at where the world of photography is going. Um, I don't remember the exact number. I wrote it in my newsletter. I'm going from memory. But something like 20 years ago, there were like 350 million images taken a year. And I think in 2018, they estimate that over 1.3 billion, maybe as many as 1.4, I'm sorry, 1.3 trillion, maybe 1.4 trillion images were taken last year. Trillion with a T. That's like almost 4 billion a day. I did the math. So there's just tons of images being taken. We're being inundated with images. They don't even register anymore. I remember... Um, when I first started doing photography, like in 78, 79, I bought a Kodak book on photography and, um, the images were like, like unreal. I remember get life magazine and look magazine and look at the photojournalism in those magazines. Like the, every image was so powerful and really meant something. Well, there's no more Look magazine. There's no more Life magazine. Kodak is just about a a flimsy shell of what it ever could have was, and it's not even close to being a company anymore, I guess, compared to what it was. Times change. Things have changed. We are inundated with images. There's so many images that pass in front of our eyes every single moment that we're awake. That we just don't even register it anymore. So, with that said, in my opinion, a single image in most cases is worthless. It doesn't amount to anything. Well, what's that? You know, that means, I guess, you know, Unsplash did kill photography, right? Or maybe cell phones, maybe smartphones killed photography, or maybe. Technology killed photography, um, you know. Well, not really. It's just photography has changed. And if you want to make a living at it, stock photography isn't going to happen anymore. Uh, there's, you know, I bemoan the fact when Shutterstock and Dreamstime and later Adobe stock came along and they were paying pennies, uh, you know, for if, if they sold one of your images, you're, you know, you got like 80 cents. Something like that. I mean, come on. When, when I was used to making, you know, at least $67.50, and all of a sudden you're making less than a dollar, that's ridiculous, right? Now, with a site like Unsplash, I could get it for free or give it away for free, or, you know, you're not getting anything. Well, again, you have to be uh, smart enough to really look at the entire picture. What's going on here? Photography's changed, the market's changed, everything's changed. And I'd like to uh, draw attention to an article that I read on the uh, website medium.com. Now, one thing I just kind of a side note, because I know I'm going to get this question, because the last time I mentioned Unsplash, uh, several people asked me, how does Unsplash make any money? Like if they're just giving images away and you don't have to credit Unsplash and you don't credit the photographer, how does Unsplash make any money? Well, Unsplash will sign an agreement with a, with a website like medium.com. Medium.com is a website where you could be a, write a blog. You could write articles and post them there. And when you're writing a blog or an article on Medium, if you need an image, Unsplash is integrated into their website. So you could just click a button for a photo and immediately uh, search Unsplash for a photo that might be relevant to your article or blog post. Similarly, they have uh, agreements with Squarespace. So if you have a website on Squarespace and you need a stock image, you could just through your website on Squarespace, search Unsplash and immediately integrate an image from Unsplash onto your website. So again, this is how Unsplash makes money. None of that money trickles down to the photographers at all. Well, The more I was researching it and trying to figure out, and really, this is the way you have to be. You have to be willing to change. You could write article after article you want about telling people to stay away from Unsplash. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. You're wasting your words. You're wasting your time and your energy. How could you make something like Unsplash work for you? Well, that's where I read an article on Medium.com. And the uh, article, who was the article written by? uh samuel zeller um the title of the article and again in the show notes i'll have links to everything i'm talking about um the title of his article is i've been sharing my photography for free on unsplash for four years for the past four years here's what i found well if you read his article he talks about first about about numbers uh there's First of all, when did he write this article? He wrote this January 3rd, 2018, so about a year and a half ago, a um, little under a year and a half ago. At that time, there were 400,000 high resolution images on Unsplash, uh, shared by 65,000 photographers from all around the world. Uh, last month, uh, 2,400 photographers joined Unsplash and shared 25,000 new images. These and again, and I probably didn't mention it, and I should stress, and he's saying here, they're not just snapshots. These are really good photography, really good images. And he has shows some examples. Visitors in the last month viewed 4 billion photos, billion with a B, and pressed the download button 17 million times. So in the last month, that means in probably December of 2017, maybe January 2018, uh, when he wrote this article, uh there were 17 million downloads from Unsplash. Uh, The average Unsplash photo is viewed 600,000 times and downloaded 4,000 times. And then he writes, no other social network can give you those numbers. Okay, now you're probably thinking, okay, well, numbers are numbers. It's still not numbers in my bank account, right? It's just like the notoriety of having your image downloaded 4,000 times or viewed 600,000 times or whatever. It's not... It's not um, making you any money. Well, let's read a little more. He goes, some of my most appreciated Im- were images were viewed over 12 million times and downloaded a little bit more of more than 125,000 times. I'm sorry sorry about my reading so poor. Anyways, and he shows some examples of his images and you could see that the views and the downloads are way up there. And he has some stats he's showing about Uh, His specific images and how many times they're being viewed and downloaded and so on. So, he's saying he's uh, uploaded 460 images. They've been viewed 255 million times and downloaded over 1.7 million times. And he's going, of course, it's just numbers, but they are incredibly more meaningful and bigger than the likes you can get on Instagram and Facebook. Well, what does he mean by that? Well, if you go... um, Oh, wrong. He's saying that designers all around the world have been making album covers, posters, article headers, blog posts, adver- advertisements, billboards with his images on them. So the notoriety of getting your images used is still not making you any money, though, right? Um, but his first client, one of his first clients, actually found him on Unsplash. It was a bank, uh, the biggest bank in Switzerland, and he did four projects for them, and he mentions the projects he did for them, but they found him on Unsplash. One of his more recent uh, clients, a design firm, found him on Unsplash and were familiar with his work on Unsplash and hired him because of his work on Unsplash. So as I mentioned, your single image isn't worth anything anymore, but you know what, what is worth something? You. You, the photographer, you. So you're giving away your work, saying like they're like business cards. What's your business card worth? Your business card isn't really worth anything to anyone necessarily. It's the person behind the business card. That's where the worth is. And in a way, you could say that your images on a website like Unsplash are just business cards. They're out there. Anyone could grab them, take a look at them. Maybe someone will call you and hire you. Now, he goes on to say that, um, I forgot where I saw it, in his article, that um, he gets um, like a couple shout-outs on Twitter a day because of his images. And you're going to think, wow, he's got you know millions of views and millions of downloads, and he gets... Two shout-outs a day on Twitter, big deal. Well, it's two more than I ever get, and I do videos almost every day I post on YouTube, right? It's um, two more than probably most people that are listening to this get. It's two more, and I post a lot on Instagram, and I have over 10,000, not that many, admittedly, but over 10,000 followers on Instagram, but still, I, I don't get any tweets, people shouting out to me on that on Twitter. Um, he gets, um, backlinks to his website on articles and blog posts and people that use his unsplash photos and, you know, a a backlink to your website helps your website, uh, appear higher in search rankings, like in Google. So if someone is searching for a certain specific type of photographer, you may be, let's say wedding photography, you'll more apt to end up higher in the rankings if you have a lot of backlinks to your website from other websites. So um, he goes on then and talk about the fall of Instagram. And and basically what he's saying is, is it's become known for a photographer that if you want to make a dent in the industry, you have to get on Instagram, you have to get a large following, and so on. Well, so much so now there's like uh, social media coaches that you could hire that will help you Um, grow your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, if you have that. They help you grow your social media presence. Uh, There's um, there's services now that are helping you with social media. Uh, Generally speaking, whenever these services come out, it's already too late. (laughs) Meaning, the time to probably grow your Instagram was five years ago now then all these companies are out there that will you know help you grow your Instagram either the right way by you know explaining how to post how to hashtag and stuff like that or the wrong way by giving you fake followers or something like that by the time those companies are out there doing that it's already too late it's it's already too late there's too many photographers on Instagram now to be noticed and that's what he's trying to say is now with Unsplash, he's getting noticed, and he's getting work because of it. This is the whole thing I'm saying. Photography has changed. It's not like it was when I did stock photography, where I got all that money per image. It's nowhere near like that anymore. Shutterstock, Adobe Stock, Dreamstime, all those companies are probably going to end up going free eventually as well uh, because this is the way it's, the elephant's moving, and there's nothing we could do to change it. But you have to try to figure out how you could profit from it. When there was the gold rush in the mid-1800s and everyone was going to California to strike their gold, um, really scientific studies that have analyzed that have shown that the average uh, person that went there to try to make their fortune didn't make anything. They lost their livelihood. They lost, sometimes lost their life. They could not make a living searching for gold but who did the people that sold the pickaxes and the shovels and the blue jeans and the saloon owners and the um the uh, blacksmiths and the barbers those are the guys and that made the money right because they analyzed the situation and tried to figure out how they could profit from it so as far as unsplash is concerned this is the way it's going to be period there's nothing we could do to change it but you gotta figure out a way that you could profit from it, how you could make it profitable for you, how you could benefit from it. Um, obviously, uh, this photographer, again, his name is Samuel Zeller. Him and many like him have figured out how to profit from it. And that's what you really should do. And with all respect to the photographer, I do love their website. But I think it's kind of a waste of words to write these articles. What he probably, well, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell him what he should do with his website. But it's just, in my opinion, though, a waste of time uh, writing these articles. And not just him. There's other websites, too, that are saying, don't give your work away, blah, 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 blah. All right? So I don't mean to single him out. I like his website, and I like him as a person. Uh, I don't know him personally, but when I read some of his editorials and stuff he seems like a really nice guy and genuine and that's what I like about him so I don't mean to bad mouth I just think that the uh, railing against Unsplash isn't productive because it's not going to stop uh, it's just the way it is so um, figure out again figure out how you could profit from the new world that we have now where there's uh, 1.4 trillion images taken a year where there's Billions of images being taken every day, hundreds of millions of images uploaded every day to social media. Figure out how you could profit from that, and then um, then let me know <laughs> so I could uh, so I could profit from it as well. So that's it for this podcast. A little bit shorter today, a little bit more of a rant today. So again, uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. And again, in the show notes, I'll have links to anything I talked about. So you could check it out. One note, uh, Medium is a pay. Like, yeah, subscribe to it. But I think they do allow, um, like, a number of free articles to be read a week or a month or something like that. So I'll have a link to Samuel Zeller's article. It says it's a nine-minute read. You could take a look at what he says about it. Uh, because I paraphrased him, obviously, so you could get it right from him and see what his opinion is and how he's profiting from using a website like Unsplash. Thank you for watching my podcast, For the Joy of Photography. Remember, stop by my website, OnlinePhotographyTraining.com. There you'll find all my latest videos and articles to help you improve your photography. That's it for now. I'll talk to you guys soon.